Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. You know, before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the rise of outlaw country music and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision in her tiny living room, far from Nashville's Music Row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. But we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families will never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Now, that peace of mind means so much. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text Bobby to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785 This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Welcome to episode 274 of the Bobbycast from California, where it is almost 10 a.m. here. We took uh, the day off of the morning show today. Had a late night at American Idol last night, about to head back over today and tomorrow. So uh, in between a lot of American Idol taping, I'm recording this for you. So if I sound exhausted, it's because I am. And uh, we'll get into some fun segments. Well, check up with uh, Tennille Arts. Check in, catch up. Guess check up's a tired way of combining the two words. Uh, you know, last time we had her on, we did a long form interview with her for about an hour. She performed at the house, but now she has a top 20 songs. So we'll talk to her about that. We will also bring back Tom Lord, my manager who did an episode a few back, Caitlin, my fiance and myself, we'll do our top five songs of 2020. Each of us are picking our top five songs regardless of genre that's on the way. And obviously what we get to first every week is the best new music releases of the week. So here we go. 21 Pilots has a new song called Christmas Saves the Year. Thought it was an interesting Christmas song. Here you go. Everybody's got somebody who's got their name on a shelf with cheap decor and flavor cheer. You rest assured that Christmas saves the year. At number four, Sing Me Back Home, the music of Merle Haggard. Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones is on there. Cheryl Crow, the Abbott Brothers, Lucinda Williams. Uh, Dirks Bentley is on it. And this is him doing If We Make It Through December. If we make it through December, we'll be fine. Got laid off down at the factory. And their time is not the greatest. At number three this week, Eric Church has a new song called Doing Life With Me. I don't pray much anymore. Lord, it's all true but ours. Happiness, wishes, wants, and needs. Into my rooms, hopes, and dreams. In my living, giving thanks. For the ships I never sang. Every big, every little, and the everyday things. The notes and the words and the songs I sing to the ones doing life with me. At number two, Taylor dropped an entire album called Evermore. It was a surprise album, her ninth studio album. She said it's the sister album to Folklore. Here's a new song called Willow, which is the first song on the album. Life was a willow and it bent right to your wind. They count me out time and time again. Life was a willow. And the number one song you should check out this week is from Casey Musgraves. She has a new song called Easy, featuring Troy Sivan and Mark Ronson. Yeah. 
And I'll do one honorable mention. Gwen Stefani has a new song out called Let Me Reintroduce Myself. And here is that. Some albums out today. Britney Spears has Glory Deluxe. Sturgill Simpson has Cutting Grass Volume 2, The Butcher Shop Sessions. It's 20 of his original songs, but reimagined in bluegrass form. The Avalanches have a record. Chance the Rapper, Merry Christmas, Little Mama, rewrapped. Deftones, Less Than Jake, Oliver Tree, and that's your new music out this week. Up in music news, Bob Dylan sold his entire song catalog to Universal Media for $300 million. There are a lot of those songs you probably don't even know that Bob Dylan wrote to begin with, or... That was him singing it on the TV commercial. Dolly Parton plots a stadium tour as part of Dolly Fest 2021. You know, Dolly's kind of having a fifth or sixth reinvention. She's like the, the Saint Dolly now. She's saving kids' lives. She saved a kid's life on the Netflix movie set. You see that? Yeah. She like pulled him from a car. Far was on the way. She's amazing. Uh, Dolly Parton, as you can tell, Mike's also tired. <laughs> uh, to celebrate her 75th birthday, there is Dolly Fest and... 15 stadiums worldwide, as long as she can have the shows without coronavirus, which is kind of what everybody's hoping to do. She was invited to perform with Katy Perry during the Super Bowl back in the day, but Katy Perry couldn't, or, but Dolly couldn't because her husband was sick. Yeah. So Dolly Parton was invited to perform in 2015 at the Super Bowl, but because she had a sick husband, she said no. Kaylee Hammock is collaborating with Art Alexis from Everclear for a fiery rendition of his band's smash hit, I Will Buy You a New Life. Here you go, here's the clip. I will buy you a garden where your flowers grow. I will buy you a new car, perfect shining new. I will buy you that big house way up in the West Hills. I will buy you a new life. Oh, yes, I will. Sounds like old Art ain't even singing there. He's trying, though. I saw him perform because I was a massive Everclear fan in college. I saw him perform about two years ago here in town, and it was tough. He really couldn't do much other than stay right here in this ring. About right there. Yeah. Loved Everclear, though. Now, the Bobby Bone Show raises $2.25 million for St. Jude. We appreciate you, you all becoming partners in hope. Chris Stapleton played the two-day radiothon, radiothon. Here's a clip of I Hope You Dance. I hope you dance is a wheel in constant motion, always rolling us along. I hope you dance. Dan and Shay are eight years old. They've been making music together for eight years. Congratulations to those guys. A big anniversary. Obviously, they're just killing it right now. Mariah Carey splurged to create her magical Christmas special for Apple TV+. She spent over $5 bucks on sets, costumes, and guest stars, which include Ariana, Jennifer Hudson, Billy Eigner, and Snoop Dogg. Uh, also, Cardi B claimed she spent $100,000 just for rapid COVID testing for cast and crew to make the Watt music video. I don't know why people are mad about that. If she has it, yeah. it makes everybody safe. <laughs> Great. Radio Disney, Radio Disney Country is going to close, which stinks. I have a lot of friends over there, but they will, you know, stop operating Radio Disney. And I hit you with one more. Post Malone gave everyone at his old high school a pair of Crocs. A grapevine. Grapevine High School, student body 1900. You all get Crocs. You get a Croc. You get a Croc. You get a Croc. Yeah, he worked at Chicken Express there back in the day. What do you mean? That's where he worked as a teenager. Just at... In the town. Yeah. Cool. Oh, got it. All right. That's it. Enjoy today's podcast. I know we did. Goodbye. Right now we are in the living room in our Airbnb in Los Angeles. And tomorrow we start American Idol. So we're all gathered around the old microphone here. Uh, first, let me introduce Caitlin, my fiance. Hello. Thank you. Uh, also, let me introduce Tom Lord, my manager. 
you probably remember me from the previous podcast I did and want to thank you for all the comments and letters. Um, I will be one, one person. It was one person. Well, yeah, but I I needed DM them back. Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, and obviously me, uh, what we're going to do because the year end lists all come out where one after the other, it's the best, this, the best that. So what we're going to do is go around the room and do our top five songs from 2020, just straight up top five songs. There was no genre that had to be, you know, d- defined or we didn't have to, you know, pick any sort of music. And so we'll go first with uh, Tom Lord. You're up first. This was a really tough one for me. I got to be honest with you going through it. And Caitlin's looking at your songs going, what the? Well, she has, she does have bad taste in songs. Well, I'm a bit obscure. No, honestly, I, you know, it was a weird year listening to music. It was at my house mostly and just kind of went with my same song. So, um, one, well, the first song on my list. Wait, are we doing five to one? Are we just naming five songs? Just so it can be any song. Oh, there's no order. We'll just go keep going around the room. Yeah. Go ahead. So I was going to do my first song. Oh, we're going one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I want to, and we want to hear why. Right, Bobby? Sure. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My first song is Time Stands by Nathaniel Rateliff. Let me hear this. Here is showed me this song it's so good i once ran into him at a radio station in colorado he li- he's a colorado guy i believe and i was maybe mike and i were together or maybe i was just there touring we're about to go on the air there and i saw this guy kind of chubby guy but i knew i knew what he looked like and i was like that's nathaniel Rateliff for i nathaniel Rateliff from the night sweats is what i know him from that's right. Yeah. And I was like, I think that's him. He fits everything. Like if someone were to be like, oh, he's a nerdy guy, that'd be me. And I was like, hey man, big fan. And he almost seemed shocked that I knew who he was. Well, when you're kind of a chubby guy walking around, a lot, not a lot of people stop you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. I <laughs> <laughs> can confirm. I didn't mean that in a bad way. I was we just blend like, in like an octopus. <laughs> you change your shape and color to blend in with your environment. <laughs> All right, Caitlin, you're up. Okay, we're, we're not doing our... We're not doing it in any order. You can do what, any one you want. Okay, my number one favorite song this year is you, Holy. We just said no order. No, now you just gave it. Well, then, and if well, you're going to do it that way, save one for last. You know what I mean? Like, you don't okay, just jump right in. one of my favorite songs in no particular order <laughs> is Holy by Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper. Oh, God. Running to the altar like a track star. Can we end on the second? Cause the way you hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, feel so holy. That's the jam. It is, and I was convinced. It took me a second. She was like, I love this song. But I've become a big Justin Bieber fan in the past year. Yeah, me too. Because of her and me watching things that I didn't associate with my thought of Justin Bieber. Yeah. Because we do have a perception of Justin Bieber based on what we see on the very surface from every one of the tabloids, from every one of the websites that want us to click in. But then once we start watching the YouTube series and her, you know, being around that crew a bit at church and it was, I was like, oh, I think I can like this guy. Uh, he has convinced me too. Not that I didn't want to like him, but I think same thing. You, you, if you're not diving into someone's music, your only opinion is based on external influence until you get into it. Like I, when I had, oddly enough, when I got into Justin Bieber is when I <clears throat> had my first child and we were watching the same animated shows over and over again. And it was one day I said, let's watch something different. And I got fed his documentary. Mm his first one that he put out. And I thought, well, this will be interesting. And uh, this, that kid was talented, still is talented, but just the way he was busking in Canada and this, I mean, his, his, his determination and touring and even independently releasing his music. Like I, I was sold. And I got to tell you, I almost put that song on my list. Really? It was a, it was an edge. The video edge is great too. Like he's amazing. working, uh, He's like an iron worker and an, yeah. an oil field and, an oil field. and he loses his job. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, she said that Justin would also sing at church. Just get up and sing. Yeah. He would lead worship at um, church home sometimes. See again, things you don't know about things that made you go. Hmm. Well, I was surprised right. I never and saw that on the internet. Yeah. I was like, who was I going to pull out their phone and record that? Never saw it. Yeah. And I just love that song because he, it's like new Justin. Yeah. He's like, I'm very strong in my faith. These are the two most important things to me, God and my wife. And I'm putting that all out there in this song. Fun fact, 
he had holy that Florida Georgia line ended up cutting. That was his song and he gave it up. He cut it and then was like, I don't want to put it on a record. Then Florida Georgia line got it second and they have uh, holy. Oh yeah. That's not true. Is it? Is it yeah. true? Yeah. Really? That was a beaver song. That is so interesting. Uh-huh. And if you put that one, I probably couldn't have put this one out. Right. That'd have been like, we That's already have holies. a holy song. It's like John Party putting out another boot song. Dirt on my boots, head over boots. Like John, he's done. He He might no longer put. He's done two though. He could do three. Well, that's once you do do the trifecta. Uh, My first song is going to be from the Chris Stapleton record, the new one, and I would compare this song to when I watched the movie Her or when I watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I only need to watch it one time. This Chris Stapleton song, Maggie's song about his dog that died, it pops up, but I never go chase it because it makes me too sad. So, but the first time I heard it, I was emotional because I had a dog for 15, 16 years that I just love more than anything. And now I have a new dog where, you know, that same feeling is starting to happen. But I heard this song. This is Maggie's song on Chris Stapleton's new record. I was talking to him a few days ago. And I asked him, hey, which song was, I asked Morgan, his wife, and what was the most emotional song for Chris to record? I don't know, because Chris doesn't talk a lot, but I knew if I could, and I know Morgan a little bit, and I was like, Morgan, you tell me. But when Morgan starts talking, Chris lights up. So then they started talking amongst each other and to me, and he started talking about this song, and he said that this is the one that he cried through, and you can hear him crying in the last verse of the song. Like, you can literally hear him crying in the recording of this. And he said it was so hard for him to sing. He wrote it in a day recorded it, laid it down, cried to the back end of it. I, do, I just feel like there's something in the way he delivers songs too. You just listen to it with a little more emotion, like Whiskey and You from the song, the album Traveler. Same thing. I just sit there and listen to it and it's like, I feel it. And I think with this one, I feel the same way. It's just how he does it. Yeah. Like if another artist sang it, would it have the same impact? I don't know. It's just the way he sings it that feels so real. That Whiskey and You was a phenomenal song. He sang that at our Raging Idiots uh, Ryman show. He came out and played with us, and he did. That's a difference in whiskey. See, the when we sing it together, it first great. of all, it sounds great, but it I does listen. sound different. Yeah. I listen though. It's because you have to. You're in the same room. Right. Yeah. All right, Tom, you're up. Give us another song we've never heard of, and we'll never hear of again. Go ahead. Well, I'll dare, no. Well, actually, I want to stay on theme. That I wasn't going to go there necessarily, but um, staying with Chris Stapleton because this new record. Uh, diving into that, I, I mean, there's so many. I think starting over is great, but that is not my. Chris Stapleton's song, that's on my consolation list, which I do have, which I'm not sure we'll have no, time Tom to Tom sent like 30 songs over. Well, I did send, I, I, said, I was trying to rank them a no, little no. bit in different genres. I said, and, send me five songs, all genre. He sent me the five, then he sent me the backup team of five, mm-hmm, then he right. sent me his all country version. That's correct. Yeah, and then he sent me, he just picked out random and it's what popped up in, on Spotify. Yeah. That's it. it. The recommends, I just go to yeah, the he recommends. Yeah, the five I just, and I just randomly pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, so staying with Chris Stapleton from the new record, you should probably leave. What this song reminds me of is seeing Chris in concert because I'd seen him play this a couple of times already before yeah. the record came out. I said to him, I said, hey, this should be your next radio song. And he was like, well, first of all, you know, he doesn't care which song gets picked for radio. Yeah. You can, you know. Like for him, it's like it's, if, if he puts it on his record, he believes in the song. Yeah. And so it's it's not, he doesn't sit there and dictate what songs should or shouldn't be played at radio. It, he kind of leaves that to other people who, that's their job. But th- this one, I'm, I'm with you. I, I've, first, I've heard this song in, in, on this record, but it has been living in the Chris Stapleton ecosystem for a while and he plays it out. It's kind of a fan favorite. And I, I just was so happy he put it on this record and it's the showstopper to me. I believe he recorded it years ago, recorded it. And just hadn't put it on a record yet. Because that, that could be. He went down to Muscle Shoals and recorded, and they lost all power while they were recording. And, and they were like, well, we can't keep recording because everything's shut down. Do you know that story? No. Well, he talked about it. You should listen to my show. It's pretty good. Uh, I don't get up that early yeah, 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 in yeah, COVID. Yeah. You sleep in. <laughs> uh, Kayla, what's next? Um, my next song in no particular order is Adore You by Harry Styles. In the same way that we were talking about Bieber, I feel the same about Harry Styles in that I just know him as the goober from One Direction and, you know, how real can they be? However, once you really start to listen to this guy, you go, 
Oh man, we shouldn't hold that against him. Yeah. If you take one direction out of it, you'd love him. If he were just marketed as a rock artist, like an alternative artist that hadn't been in a boy band, I think he would be a massive alternative success. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd probably not put some of these super love ballads on there, but his rock stuff, the texture of those songs sounds like it could easily be an alternative song. What he has done for me, and he has a um, a positive reaction, maybe it's negative to me, a very positive reaction to my wife who loves Harry Styles. So I get a lot of Harry Styles in, in my household. Yeah. My other one is God Whispered Your Name, Keith Urban. Thank you. But I just remember when this song came out, I was just like, oh, this, I feel like that's Caitlin in my mind. Aww. And I still feel that way. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, you just had a post on your socials that sort of like completely put your heart out there too. Would you say I I, I breathe for, what was that? It was her. She took a selfie on my phone. Yeah, that wasn't me, by the way. I didn't even post those words. Hold on, hold on. It was all a joke that a lot of people didn't get, which means it wasn't a good joke. (laughs) So anytime she gets my phone, she takes a selfie of herself. Yeah. So I posted that picture of her taking a selfie of herself and then wrote any something that she would write from my voice. Got it. I guess it was a little too highbrow for the common folk out there. <laughs> I always take a picture with his phone because I always have to hold his phone whether he's doing breaking body yeah. bones or whatever. So I always just take a picture like here's this behind the scenes of me with a mask on sitting staring at you do your thing so we can have a nice compilation at the end of the season. And so I did that. So the sincerity that I read into it that it doesn't even really exist. No, and and <laughs> it was the joke it you didn't mean the that. The joke was if she were posting that which it looked like that's what she would write for me to say about her. People thought you were just saying Everyone it. did, Aww. yeah. Well, yeah. I just, did you not I, mean it? I did mean it. But <laughs> I got a lot of people that were like, that's so sweet of you. That, and I'm like, does nobody get this failed attempt at an Instagram joke? I think people just think you feel that way about me. I do. I do too, yeah. And then God whispered your name and everything yeah. changed. Oh, sweet. All right, next up, Tom. Well, t- uh, taking a real left turn. Tom goes, uh, oh, sweet. Okay, anyway, so. Uh, uh, well, well, this is definitely not that sort of love story. Um, but American Aquarium, which is a band that I've loved over the last several years, put out a record called Lamentations this year. And I love it top to bottom, but there's a song on there that uh, having, uh, having been married for now 22 years, you know, I know that sacred relationship between a husband and wife and telling the truth. And it's interesting that we've had, um, a lot of our friends that have been married and then get divorced and you can just see it's sad to see how some of those relationships dissolve. And I think this speaks to how that might happen. It's a song called the day I learned to lie to you. Yes. My biggest regret in life. The thing that keeps me up at night. The day I learned how to lie to you. Are you doing okay, bud? Because we've had a few songs here. Yeah. You like to feel. I like to feel. I love. It's that interesting. About you. I, yeah i I think I live in a very utopian life. Like I, I it's it's pretty Pollyanna in, in the Lord House. Like I love my wife. We've been married for a long time, and we have two beautiful children. But music is sort of my escape, and I, and I live through different songs. And um, there's a song uh, Jason Isbell has called "Traveling Alone," and I, I just love and I'll sit there and cry with that or it's Adele um what was her big oh I'm blank Hello? on the title no no but like yes yeah, someone like you that I'll just I'll listen to and I'm like I put myself in their movie and um and it just makes me feel something this one just makes me feel something I, and you know it's outside of my reality but that's why I go to music that's why I love music I mean all my favorite songs are slow sad songs yeah they see I mean ex- except for the few now that remind me of her they're all Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain, Willie Nelson. Willie, Maggie's song. Yeah. Ain't No Sunshine, Maggie's song. It's got, yeah. that's the only way to get me because I don't feel happiness. I've started a little bit. Huh? We had you talk. don't feel I do now. Therapy, you told, therapy. She just told me in the car ride back from Malibu. She's like, we're, we're teaching you new things. Joy. No, I said it, no, I said before, <laughs> it feels like from the stories I've heard from others and from yourself that you struggled to feel happiness and joy at one point in your life. But now I don't feel that that's the case. I think you're happy all the time. And then God whispered your name. Oh, that was sweet. The day I learned <laughs> how to lie to you. Oh, so good. So good. Caitlin, I, you're I, up. I encourage people to listen to it. It's so good. American Aquarium, right? Yep. Okay, there you go. Caitlin? 
Okay, uh, my next song is Seven Summers by Morgan Wallen. The funny thing about this is, so once Morgan had his trouble, he went away for a bit, he came back, and he was only going to talk to one person, and I got lucky that was me. So he came over to the house, and I said, hey, Caitlin, Morgan Wallen's coming over, because she loves Morgan Wallen. She's like, well, we're going to go go out and what'd you go do you guys like went to we went to watch stashira play in her championship soccer game which was pretty important that's great <laughs> amy's daughter and i was like hey but hurry back you can say hi to morgan and she didn't give a crap about any sort of celebrity but so that she didn't come back but what happened was morgan walked over to the main house and sat on the piano and, right. and played in the living room and she was like oh man can you get him to stay and i was like he's already gone <laughs> that was really cool i did see that that was that was cool what's yeah. funny for me i wanted to put and it's now two years old because I was trying to find a loophole. Now, uh, just to be clear on my list, these aren't songs that just got popular in 2020. And I maybe we all felt out. they had to have come out in we 2020. So I was trying to be really cautious of that because I think still for me, heavy rotation is whiskey glasses. You've heard me say that before. Like, I still love that song. And I'd probably put that as a top five listen to country song for me this year, even though it's now a year and a half old or longer. Yeah, and I would say even on, because I'm going to play mine, which is uh, Chasing You. That was a single in 2020. It's been out, but if it's been sitting on a record, I guess for me, my loophole was, when was it released as a single? And this song was released as a single in 2020. But uh, here's my third one, Chasing You. This, uh, I was never a Morgan Wallen guy, and I told him this. Like, I just thought, all right, he's Florida Georgia Line's buddy. He's just a, you know, like they are. They're known for just kind of having fun. And I was like, you know, do we need another having fun guy? Unfairly judged him, but he had that song up down, right? With Florida Georgia Line. Yeah. Unfairly judged him. And so he starts to put out a couple songs and I'm like, okay. And had friends who are passionate Morgan Wallen fans before he blew up, went to a show because there were a bunch of iHeart people there during a radio ceremony, radio convention. He, it was packed at Marathon Music Works. I'm like, what, what am I missing about this guy? So I invited him up to the studio and he played Chasing You during the St. Jude Radiothon last year. And I was like, oh my God, he's so good. Like he, not only does he have good songs now, but he has a, an extremely distinct voice when he talks and when he sings. Difficult to have. Um, so yeah, I, and I told him, I'm now a big Morgan Wallen guy, but I, I wasn't at first and I was wrong. I've, I've, similar to me, I think, we all get a little jaded. I've worked in this industry for a long time. So when a new newcomer hits the scene, you're like, okay, he's got one song or I see it Florida Georgia line up down. You see, okay, that's how they're getting an audience, but he has consistently yeah. done it more than my hometown is great. Uh, love that song. And, and you know, the, the songs you guys uh, added to your list. Where I, would I you put it. his ascent up? There? Cause listen, we've never seen anything like Luke Combs, but this late Morgan Wallen extremely strong push is something that I haven't seen a lot either. Uh, me neither. But you know, it, I don't know that we would have known it. You know, there may have been a similar sort of swell for artists, but we didn't see it as quick because we're seeing it now real time with streaming, you know, before you could see it with album sales and album sales would do well, but now you're seeing real time all these Morgan songs from the first record to this record dominating the chart. He and Luke Combs dominating the chart in that way. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Luke Combs and, and now Morgan Wallen are... Are they in the same category to you right now? I, I give Luke still edge on that, but Luke, or excuse me, um, Morgan is quickly on his heels. Yeah, quicker than I would have imagined. Me too, me too. And Luke Combs now is... Listen, the guy's only been around a few years... But he's now like the guy and Morgan Wallen's like the new cooler guy. Yeah. Which isn't fair because Luke Combs has just popped he's up on the scene. New. I know. And he's crushing yeah. it. But I, I'm starting to see people now go, who do you, which one do you like better? Like in p matching them against each other. Like, are you a Morgan Wallen guy or a Luke Combs guy? Oh, see, I, you know, you can't, I don't even put them in that, the same category that way. It's yeah, like, I don't either. Um, Nor do you have to. No, but you know, and I, I just hope, and I'm, I'm glad we're talking about him because I don't know that the industry has given him the respect. I don't know that he's helped himself in some cases, but I don't think, you know, and I saw it like with Grammy nominations, Morgan Wallen, I think deserved a Grammy nomination 
maybe for best new artist or singular song and didn't get one. And, you know, maybe it just wasn't his year for that for whatever reason, but I hope the industry recognizes that. Like we talked about before, like we talked about with Florida Georgia line, there are some artists that they, the industry just doesn't quite lift up. Um, I would say that was the Dan and Shay thing for a long time was too. until they yep. just kicked the door down with so much data yep. that if you ignored them, it was obvious you were only ignoring them because you didn't like their, their style. Yep. And I, listen, I have a, I'm in a similar plight. I work with Gabby Barrett and I feel like that's the same for her. Like, I think everybody's going, okay, she has one song and they're not totally seeing the whole ecosystem and, and the fuller reaction that she's getting as a whole. Is that our truck getting broken into right now? It's not ours. I love LA. Come on, here. Bring something, Caitlin. Uh-oh, she's getting up to go like. Oh, oh, Stop. They got it. Yeah. All right. That's fun. Leave that in. Um, Caitlin, your next song. Now, is it Tom? So you did um, Chasing You? Yeah, I did. There's th- we're all three in. Go we're ahead. all three in. Okay. Um, another, just this is a Lord household favorite. Baby Shark. I knew it. I'm, do- I'm doing, yep. I'm doing Macarena. Is that too old? Um, Moon Taxi, Light Up. Oh, I can see it. What are these guys about? Because I hear their name, but what's Moon Taxi about? Who are they? They're they're Nashville band now, um, but they have quietly, um, they're sort of based out of Birmingham, Alabama, Nashville band, and have just slowly and I think a little bit quietly built a really big following. Like my wife and I went and saw them New Year's Eve at Municipal Auditorium a couple of years ago. Um, to a sold out show there. And um, I, I, there's something about them. They consistently make great music. And my wife, who's been a fan of theirs for a number of years now, I'll, I'll say this is her influence on my list because she loves them so much that, like I said, it's in heavy rotation. So there's a newer song, but they have songs like Morocco that I love. I mean, you, go back. I say similar, like I did with American Aquarium. They've just, American Aquarium has a great catalog of songs as did Moon Taxi, but They've never had that big major, major label break. Are they on a major label and are they a rock band? They were on a major label. Now they're off the major label and they're a rock band. I would say they have the potential. uh, This is me again, biased, but I I look at a band like Imagine Dragons who has great energy on stage, you know, poppy kind of rock songs. um, And I look at these guys and I go, man, these guys could be. And Imagine Dragons. I think it's really catchy songs, great energy on stage, hugely talented. And I, what I, I, I'm a melody guy, and so they they just there's so much melody to their music. Um, I'm a fan. Caitlin, what you doing over there? Looking them up. I'm looking. It's your at turn. Spotify. I know it's your turn. Um, okay. Calling my, an audible. Yeah. No. 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 My um my next favorite song of 2020 is. I was trying to figure out if it's levitate or levitating. I think it's levitate by Dua Lipa. Levitating. Levitating. Yeah, here you go. I got you. Just so everybody knows, Caitlin grabs my ear, tries to rip my headphone off. It goes very violently. Like, very violently. Feeds back into the microphone. I, I don't have headphones, so I can't hear my song. You do love Dua Lipa. I love Dua Lipa. Thank you you are a pop music fan. Your popness mm-hmm. is coming through. Mm-hmm. Well, in country. Yeah. She's like 85% pop. I, I used to be all country. I mean, really, probably until the last like five-ish years. Favorite country song of all time. <sighs> You're the reason God made Oklahoma. You're oh, the reason course. God made Oklahoma. Of course. I think mine's Amarillo by morning. Mm, where I will one. always love you. Blue eyes crying in the rain or Oof. if tomorrow never comes. Oof. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, did you ever meet Dua Lipa? No. Saw her. Where? Around town. Nice. All right. Matt Carney, Grand Canyon, mine. Tell me why it feels like there's a grand Fun fact, this song came out the week before we went to the Grand Canyon to shoot my Nat Geo show and we sang it the whole time. There you go. How fun was that? And that quickly made it to the top of your list, didn't it? Well, I needed to put an homage to Matt Carney in there because he's our guy. Yeah. Right? 
He's our guy. And I like this song. Uh, give me another one. All right. Mine is Mount Joy, Strangers. So are we five for five on not knowing any of Tom's artists? No, I guess you not. You know Daniel Chris Radler. Stapleton. I've known a few because you let me listen to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's it? Turn this up. Say this again. Mount Joy, Strangers. Mount Joy. Okay. You're so indie. So good. You're I such know. an indie so guy. Indie. Man, I grew up, listen, I grew up in, uh, in an era where I listened to, you know, just everything. And I played in kind of an indie rock bands and I love the Pixies and, um, pavement and, um, unrest and the police. And then I like hair metal. I'm all over the place. Yeah. I'm like an enigma wrapped in a mystery. Once we did a show, Caitlin, where we were like, let's pull a drummer from the crowd. Who knows how to play the drums? And it was Tom. We set it up and then he played. He did good because he used to play drums. And then people were, what, what was your name was? Reggie. And people were talking to you all after the show, like, Reggie did a great job. Oh, I, I leaving the show that night, walking in the back alley after the Ryman, there were people lined up and they were like, it's Reggie. You did so great. <laughs> now you're blowing my cover. <laughs> Caitlin, your final song? My final song is I Should Probably Go to Bed, Dan and Shay. What do you like about that song? Everything. Nice. Good answer. Um, what do I like? Um, like, why is it on your list? It's just so interesting to me. I like that it sounds a little bit like Queen. I love Abby Smyers and Dan Smyers is her husband. Um, I just like the song. I like everything they do, I but I love this. It's just so, I think it's so unique. My final song is Brett Eldridge. This is Fall For Me, which this is my favorite album he's ever put out. Maybe not. I, it doesn't have a monster on it yet from the radio. I know Gabrielle's still trying, but as far as like music that I would listen to all the time, like this was a, a home run. And I know for him, this is, I think, the most he liked putting out a record because I think these were right, in the, right down his lane too, right down his alley to, to write them and sing them and record them. So uh, there you go. I think part of the reason my list is it, it's it, what I, I almost had a list that was fully songs from Yellowstone because I got so engrossed in Yellowstone. Yes. <laughs> so I tried to diversify from that and then I kept peppering some in. But um, I love that song from Dan and Shay. So good. That is a, that for me is a top five country song. I didn't put songs on of people that I directly work with because that felt biased. Oh yeah, you could have put Gabby because you. I, I could have put Gabby, oh, Raging gosh. Idiots, Gabby, but, but the, the Raging Idiots, ones. Namaste. The good ones is her jam. I told the you that. The good ones yeah. is my jam. Well, and when I look at my lo- most played songs, it's I've got Chris Jansen and uh, Gabby Barrett and you know some other artists that I work with, and so I tried to do a list without them. But Dan and Shay, um, on my country list, I'm just jumping into it. I do have Chris Stapleton. Hard to forget Sam Hunt. I'm surprised that's yeah. not on our list. That's a good one. That Sam record too. I missed it when it came around the first time when he put it out because it was right in peak early coronavirus. Yeah. But then once I just kind of sat on it for a few days in a row, every song is fantastic on yeah. that record. Yeah. It's a great record. Yeah. Um, oh, here's going down his list that he made. His well, no, I list. should probably go to bed. It's on there. Yeah. Yeah. Great one. Yeah, I made the list. Um, At number 23 <laughs> on Tom's this Countdown. Is a, yeah, full countdown, right? <laughs> now, what are we going to talk about? Movies? We're no, that's it. Oh, that's we, it. We just did a half hour. Pretty close to half hour? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Let me thank my guest, Tom Lord. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Caitlin. Thank you for having me. And me. Thank me for having me. All right. Thank you, guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. 
What a gift, too. Regular live music and events. There is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about the incredible work that's being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and to ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. Families do not have to worry about a thing. Treatment is covered, travel, housing, food. And when you're a family that's going through this, like imagine you're a parent, your kid gets cancer. You need to focus on that child. You don't need to be worrying about other things and financial stuff can get really stressful. St. Jude covers it. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment. And when you sign up for just $19 a month, you're going to get the new This Shirt Saves Lives tee. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text Bobby to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785-833. Hey, Tanil. Hey. Good to talk to you. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? You know, I wanted to check in with you. It's been a while since we've talked. And look at you. Your song's crushing it now. You got your first ever top 20 here in America. How cool is that? It's so crazy. I literally am like, I just keep refreshing the charts. I'm like, this is this real? <laughs> you know, I, I say in America because I think you have a top 10 in Canada right now too, right? Same song? I do. We had a top 10 with somebody like that up in Canada, and now we have another single out up there called Everybody Knows Everybody. That's top 10 as well. <laughs> okay, Bragger. We get it. You're killing it. All right? We get it. Let, let me play a, a, a couple clips here. Uh, let's see. Let's play a clip of Somebody Like That, the song that's burning up the charts. Here you go. So, Tanil, I got to ask you, how awesome slash frustrating is it to watch that song climb in a year where you can't even go out to play it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty, it's difficult to sit here and be like, oh, I can't be out on the road and everything. But I think as soon as I do get back out on the road, having this song, having so much more success than, you know, it would have had if we were out on the road this year. um, I just think it's going to be so awesome to step out on stage for the first time and have people know this song from the radio. it's going to be crazy. So do you go back to Canada for Christmas or do you stay in uh, Tennessee? So I'm planning on going back to Canada, but I have to leave um, 15 days before Christmas to be able to see family because I have to quarantine for 14 days. So you go over and what do you just hop in a hotel room? Um, I think I'm going to just hopefully stay in my mom's basement. (laughs) Just try to distance away from her and um, hopefully keep it safe that way because I really don't have anywhere else to go. And I think staying in a hotel in my hometown would be, I might go a little crazy if I had to do that. And also really expensive. I have a friend who went to Australia who's an artist and she went for Christmas and she had to stay in a hotel for uh, 15 days. And she did. She stayed there the whole time. And by about day nine, she was going absolutely berserk. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it. I, I swear I would go crazy. I mean, I guess at least back home, I would be able to, like, go outside and stuff. But still, <laughs> no, I the, don't know. The, your song has been on the charts for over 30 weeks. You know, you, you're, you're on a, a label that's not one of the massive labels in town, but has a history of, 
of being able to take artists and and really grind out a hit if the song is worth it, you know, and they absolutely do think your song's worth it. With it being on the chart for 30 weeks, have you been able to see any money from the song yet? I haven't yet. Um, so I don't know when that's supposed to come or whatever, but I'm still driving. I think we talked about my little yellow car um, that I drove down from Saskatchewan, and I'm still driving that thing. So if I ever get a new car, you will know that the money has come. <laughs> How, do your parents get to hear your song on the radio now since you know you have a couple hits in Canada now? Yeah, they say it's on there all the time. And, of course, my, my hometown station is just like, I'm sure everybody's sick of hearing me back there because I know they play it a lot. I'm going to ask you a question about the song here. Um, when you wrote this song, Mike, play a clip of it for me again. When you start writing this, do you start with the melody or do you go in with some lyrics? This one kind of came at the same time. I remember we were just like, that melody felt so right with, with those lyrics. It honestly just kind of all happened at one time. And then we decided to loop that whole thing again, kind of in a weird spot. And I remember thinking, this is so cool and unique. I think this is going to be something really special. And uh, I guess <laughs> I guess it is. I don't know. <laughs> you know, the last time that we talked to Tanil, it's been maybe a year at this point when she came over and she, she played in the house and... Uh, we talked about your neighbor. Your neighbor overheard you singing in the backyard and said, hey, you should go get some vocal training. Do you know who that neighbor is anymore? Have you have you spoken to them since? Do they still live next door? Yeah, they still live next door. Um, her name's Donna Larson and uh, still super good friends with my, my parents. And yeah, it's it's uh, really cool that they still live there because I can now kind of go over and thank her. <laughs> you did a show called Karaoke Star Junior at 14 years old. What was that song? What was that show? That show was, um, you know, Canada has a lot of different, like, spinoffs of different things in the U.S., and this was, uh, it was kind of with one of those, like, younger um, TV channels, and they were like, we're going to do kind of an American Idol type of thing, but it's going to be karaoke songs. (laughs) So I auditioned with um, Carrie Underwood's Jesus Take the Wheel, and I just remember being so nervous, and that song gets so high, I just, like, I was like, why did I do this to myself? (laughs) I was speaking to TV. I was thinking about you the other day because you did the Bachelor or Bachelorette. What that series of show? You did you did it twice, right? I've actually been on the show three times now. Wow, three. T- okay, so which ones did you yeah. do? Which 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 seasons and people? Do you remember? So it was Ari first, um, and then it was Colton's season, and then Ben's. So our buddy, my buddy, Adam Hambrick, just played on The Bachelorette this season. After you finished the first time, the second time, the third time, did you see, like, an infusion of folks coming to your music? Did you feel the difference? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think people don't realize how much, like, the Bachelor fans are country music fans as well. Like, I couldn't believe how many people, not only did they check out the song that I played on the show, they were going way back and finding music that I had released, you know, completely independently in like 2015. So they were really diving into my stuff and the albums were popping up on the iTunes chart and stuff. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a really, really great thing uh, to be a part of that show. Let me play a clip of this. You just put out an original Christmas song called A Winter Wonderland. Here's a clip of that. What month did you record that song? So we wrote that song literally like two weeks ago and recorded it that week. Okay, so it wasn't like a big July where you had to fake it. You actually wrote it when it was cold outside probably. Yeah, I mean, we were just in a writing session. I was with Allison Belts and uh, Chris August, and we couldn't write a song that day. Like, we just were sitting there for four hours, and we're like, we got nothing. Then Allison was like, why don't we write a Christmas song? So... We uh, wrote that song, and then by the end of that week, we had already put vocals on it, and Chris did the whole thing, and we were like, well, we don't want to wait a whole year to put this out, so let's just rush it out and get it out there. So I'm really glad that we did that. Well, let me end on this. I'm reading here some of your accolades, because as, as weird as 2020's been for a lot of folks, you know, and even yourself included, it's been a pretty great year for you musically, professionally. Uh, you're the recipient of the Canadian Country Music Association's 2020 Rising Star Award, which happened at the CCMA's 
um, this fall, in September. I remember seeing it. And I saw you win, and I was like, holy crap, that's awesome. How cool is it to get in? You're getting awards now, too. Oh, man. I, I'm, like, pinching myself. It, it's so just, it's blowing my mind that this is happening in a year that everybody just kind of expected it to just be a wash, you know, that nothing great was going to happen out of it. And I think there are so many amazing things that have happened this year. Well, congratulations. I'm proud for you, proud of you. Um, don't get too big for your britches. I know you got a little, a little success now. You don't, be, don't be too good to pick up the phone, okay, no. Tennille? <laughs> Never. I'll always chat with you. All right, Tennille Arts. You can follow her on Instagram at uh, Tennille Arts, one word, T-E-N-I-L-L-E Arts. Uh, check out somebody like that. I mean, I'm a big fan of I Hate This, which is one of her older songs, too. Uh, Kill- oh, there it is. We played that in the uh, I Heart Women show on the weekends, too. All right, Tennille, have a Merry Christmas. Thanks for talking with us, and uh, we'll see you soon. Hopefully next year when things are normal and you can come in the studio. Thank you so much. I would love that, and Merry Christmas. Hopefully see you soon. You too. Bye, Tennille. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Tacovas dot com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.